0: god it's good to be here today it's good to be with you friends oh what a wonderful day yeah thank god thank god that we are here again today oh thank you Lord, for making me do this again um yeah um today i want to start with a story a tale you know this is a tale, and it's a tale about the chicken and the witch doctor. So, when I was a child, my grandmother told me this story. And this story, it's its very interesting, and it's full of, you know, it's so emotional as well. So, please, you know, just come with me, and you may probably need uh, some tissue to, you know, clean up some tears because it's gonna get you teary at some point but because it did get me teary when I heard that story so I want to share it with you today and then we'll see where the story takes us to so um, story 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 once upon a time there was a chicken and a cock that's the male chicken so They were in love, they fell in love, they loved each other so much, and uh, they got married and everyone attended their wedding, the pigeons, the ostrich, the ducks, you know, talk of any bird that was in town then, even the most beautiful peacock attended their wedding because everyone knew about their love. So, after they got married, you know, like many couples will do today, after marriage, you want to start having babies. And, you know, they tried the first day, the second day, and, you know, days start said to roll by, they kept trying, they kept praying, they kept hoping. But the chicken, the beautiful chicken didn't just get pregnant. You know? After a while, maybe after a couple months like that, I can't remember exactly. I was a child when my grandmother told me the story. But after some months of long wait, God finally answered their prayer and the chicken became pregnant. And guess what you know how chickens get pregnant and you know the chicken had seven eggs so the day the chicken saw that the day the chicken saw that she had seven eggs she laid them and you know she just started to sit on them so one day the cock came to check on the chicken And told the chicken hey my darling I've missed you for some time why don't you come out and let's you know just spend some time together you've been here all these days I know you're pregnant I know you are taking care you know you need to sit on these babies on these eggs so they can become babies you know just that's that's their own world and that's what they do there and so you know the chicken said okay okay darling I will join you just for a few you know minutes so I can come back here quickly and of course Juliet followed Romeo and then they started singing and dancing singing and dancing and while the chicken was buffing in the euphoria of her love there was a witch doctor around that was minding his own business the witch doctor was preparing all his sacrifices for his annual festival to his gods and there upon that the chicken while she was flying around out of the so much joy and the fun that she was having with her darling husband stepped on the calabash of the witch doctor where the witch doctor had already prepared the sacrifices that he needed to take to his gods. To those non-living gods that he had. And unfortunately, the content of the calabash spilled. Oh my gosh. Ah, and the chicken was started pleading. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. But the witch doctor was furious. He was angry. He was wild and it turned red immediately. And while the chicken was still scared of her life, that, oh, what would this witch doctor do? You know, and the cock too, they were worried and trying to see what they could do to help. Guess what the witch doctor did? He went straight to where the eggs were laid to crack those eggs. Ah! <sighs> and the cock was like no 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 the chicken was like no don't go there don't go there don't go there you can take me instead and the witch doctor said no i won't take you instead i will take your eggs instead (sighs) and there was nothing much that that chicken could do it was just crying and pleading so just let me post that story here because when my grandmother was telling me the story, I was actually, so it was actually in the night, and then I slept off and I could not hear the end of that story on that day. So I will also post the story. I, I'm guessing that you probably have heard it from your mother or your grandmother too. If you had a grandmother like mine that could tell stories all day and night. But i'm not just telling you this story for fun and i'm not just telling you just about the chicken because i want us to bring you know this story got me thinking and then i actually learned some lessons from it which i want to share today and then i i want to i want us to bring it home to ourselves The chicken and the witch doctor today we are like the chickens all humans are like the chickens you and i and when instead, you know just like the the witch doctor attacked the children of the chicken or the eggs that were laid that were supposed to be the future of the chicken you know because after some days those eggs were meant to turn to little pretty chicks today what happens to us there are some of us or you know or many people in this life that are facing this kind of battles that are facing this kind of battles their parents have had them their parents have lived their parents have married their parents have burned them their parents are living their lives and there is a witch doctor somewhere in the form of a demon not a physical witch doctor now but in the form of an ancestral power or an ancestral curse or in the form of generational curses or foundational bondages that's out there to get the children because they could not get the mother to get the son because they could not get the father because your parents were able to pass over some difficulties in life maybe because they prayed or maybe because they were just lucky But I want to believe they probably, you know, escaped it due to the mercy of God or anything. It does not mean that the devil will just let him be. The devil plans to come right after their chicken. Tell me. Ask me. What's my evidence? How do I know this? Let's take a ride to... The bible in first Samuel chapter 30 if you read it from verse 1 to 20 there is a story there about David when he went to battle while he was living in Ziklag with 600 men 600 of his men with their families their wives and children so it happened that in before, before chapter 30 David had gone to battle with these men and they had fought and they had destroyed all all the the Amalekites, the Gezerites and the Gesherites. That was in chapter 27 of um, first Samuel chapter 27. David had you know gone to these cities and he had Taking them, he had actually destroyed them, he had actually killed them, not sparing them. But after that success for David, while well, David and his men had continued on their journey of you know, taking cities, taking lands by the favor of God that was upon them, while well, they were bathing in that euphoria, and they continued to have victories, the Amalekites that they are destroyed. Things run after David and his men to go get vengeance. Remember they will always be left over. There will always be some of them that will escape and some of the Amalekites that I believe they escaped that um, conquest of David. They went straight to Zeklag where they knew David's family and the, family, and the families of his men were staying where they were and they knew that they were going to meet just the wives and the children. The husbands were not there because the husbands were still on the battlefield conquering other lands. They went there, they captured the wives, their sons and their daughters just as the rich doctor ran after the eggs of the mother chick. Why didn't they follow David and his men? Why didn't they run after them? Why did they go to the city of Ziklag to go after their families that they knew that could not defend themselves? First of all, I want you to know that your enemy is a coward. That's ancestral power that foundational problem that demon of your father's house or of your mother's house is a coward so if you are bold enough definitely you will be able to defeat it so they took their wives and their children captive and by the time david returned to ziklag after a couple days he saw that the cities had been Burned with fire, and, and their families had been taken. So the the battle that could not defeat David went after David's families. The battle that could not defeat David's men, David's men went after their wives and children. The, there were some battles that. Our parents have fought. They escaped those battles. Maybe the, maybe the battle of childbirth, maybe of financial breakthrough, maybe of getting married. I don't know whatever the battle can be. I don't know which type the person that is listening to me might be facing. But if you think deeply, if you look back, it's possible that what is happening in your life right now didn't happen in your mother's life. Or perhaps it did happen. Anyone. That could, it, could be an, it could be a family pattern. It could probably even have happened in the lives of those that were, were even ahead or before your own parents. Maybe your grandparents or your forefathers or mothers, whatever. But today I just want us to focus on that one that your parents escaped. Just by chance, it didn't happen to them. Because it didn't happen to them, does not mean that you should just sleep. And maybe it won't affect you. And let's say... Maybe you are, the person that is listening to me right now, you are a parent, and you know in your heart that your own parents probably had a dysfunction. You knew it immediately, you prayed over it while you were growing, and God helped you. You escaped that dysfunction. It didn't happen. It didn't run in your life. Maybe it's an addiction. Maybe it's it's a disease whatever, you saw it, you cited that ev- and that evil pattern in your family and you prayed or you, you just made sure that no, I will not be a drug addict or I will not be an alcoholic, okay, or I will not walk in this pattern that my father walked, whatever it is, you escaped it because you put a lot of work into that battle to defeat it. I want you to watch out for the witch doctor. I want you to watch out for the Amalekites that will want to run after your own children. I want you to watch out. Because you have escaped, does not mean that your children have escaped it. If you are a parent, and if you don't have children right now, maybe you are the child that the Amalekites are already after then you need to pray. Then you need to do your own battle. And while you do it, you also have to do it on behalf of your children that you're going to have. So, the battle that your parents escaped you, you have a responsibility to declare that those battles will not be repeated in your own life. And if you are the parent... is listening to me the battle that you escaped the evil that you escaped you need to pray that it won't come after your children pray for their own escape as well if you read that chapter that's your first Samuel so twenty-eighth chapter you will see what happened after David and his men came back to Ziklag, and they saw that their families had been taken away captive and you know while I was reading it I, I, I was shocked that the Amalekites did not kill their wives and children they were just there to disgrace David so that battle is likely not interested in killing you it just wants to mess you up just wants to embarrass you disgrace you so they took away their families they didn't kill any of them and that is the devil that is the mistake that the devil has made concerning your life you still being alive means that you are strong enough so recover and to repossess and to break that evil yoke from your life. So, David cried, they wailed and then, trust me, he prayed to God and God told him to go ahead and recover everything. Take time to read that story. That's all you need to do. If you are already struggling with those things right now, with one battle, all you need to do is to ask God to give you the same power he gave David. And that same faith and that same courage. You might have been crying all those years. I don't know how long you've been fighting this battle. But I want to say that that should come to an end now. What you need now is to get up in prayer and take back Your, your, your place and your victory. That's all you need to do. I want to encourage parents to pray for their children too maybe you have already had your children or maybe they are still very young that they don't even understand what I'm saying you owe them that responsibility and you owe yourself to to go fight for them whatever evil cycle you have been able to break in your own life you need to break it in your children, on your children's children, and generations after you. You need to break that evil cycle. If not, it's coming back, believe me. If you don't do the work, somebody will have to do it later on. The curse that was placed on Cain after he killed Abel, many generations suffered that curse. Until Noah was given birth to. And the father of Noah connected with God through the birth of Noah to break that curse. And that was when their men began to know peace again and prosperity. Before then, all the other men after Cain were laboring so hard, toiling so hard to survive. Because that was the curse that God placed. On the, the men that's lived after Cain. So. I want us to open our spiritual eyes. And just stop living like. There is no battle somewhere. It doesn't have to be your neighbor. Or someone. I'm just. This is spiritual warfare. And this, this warfare started since the Garden of Eden. God had placed that curse that the devil is gonna hate men. He said there was an image between your seed and the serpent's seed. So the devil can never like you as a human being, as a man. He doesn't have business with the cows, with the goats, with lions. But with the mankind, the devil is there. But praise God that Jesus has paid the price for that victory. So the devil is a coward, just like I said earlier. He's a coward. He will only try all this abacadabra. But if you know your place in God, you have the victory. So, my friends. I want to start living in your victory. So the story about the chicken and the witch doctor that I told you. I don't know how it ended for the chicken. But thank God you are not a chicken. We are not chickens. We are humans. The devil is after your children. Your own parents escaped it. The devil is after you. Because he could not get your parents, he's after you. Because he could not get you, he's after your own child. That was exactly what the Amalekites did. They could not get David, they went after his family. But David got his family's back. None of them, and none of the things they stole from them, lasted with the Amalekites. David recovered everything get up today and recover you can change that story for yourself and for the children after you so I'll leave you there to think about this and to pray that the battle that could not get your parents would not get you or the battle that could not get you would not get your children you need to pray it until you are sure of victory and I know you will have it let me pray with you let's pray together a very short prayer Heavenly Father we thank you for the word that you have released into our spirits today Oh Lord thank you for the victory that we have in Jesus Christ Father Lord we receive strength to pursue and overtake And to recover all that the enemy has stolen away from us today in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we pray that the battle that could not defeat us will not get our children in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we break the destinies of our children from the satanic yokes in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord, we break ourselves also from those satanic yokes and those satanic battles that actually struck our own parents we break ourselves from it in the name of jesus lord by the blood of jesus we break the yoke of family evil patterns from occurring in our lives or reoccurring in the lives of our children in the mighty name of jesus lord i decree and i declare that those yokes are broken by the anointing of Jesus upon our lives in the mighty name of Jesus. For it is written that the yoke shall be broken by the raising of the anointing. It is written that the yoke shall be taken away from off our shoulder. By the blood of Jesus, every satanic yoke of evil family patterns, of ancestral curses, we break them today by the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father for a praying in Jesus' name. Thank you, friends. I hope you've been blessed. I'll see you again next time. God bless you. Hey. Hello friends, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good day to everyone from any part of the world. You're listening to me. And happy new month to you. Oh, hooray. We are in the fifth month of the year. Wow, this is exciting. I love the month of May. I love this month. I I, I believe I have history with this month of May. I have an history of extravagant success and grace in the month of may i'm particularly in love with the month of may not because it's my birth month but it's a month that signifies my name grace and i don't waste time i don't lose that opportunity to key into the month of may and when i say i have an history it's really a a, a it's, it's the truth. I truly have spectacular things happening to me in the month of May. I've always had wonderful things. It it's has always brought me joy over the years. And I'm certain that this is not going to be an exception. And by the virtue that it's, it's, it's also, you know, signifies my name and Everyone wants grace. I pray for you, my friends, that you would also enjoy and experience great grace in this month for every area of need. Whatever you need, I pray that the Lord will be merciful unto you and you will experience grace, unmerited favor. You will experience it in this month. You will experience it in this month in Jesus' name. Amen, and uh, today um, I also want to share with us um, the particular scripture that I believe that you know He's opening this month for us, and it's it's a very great one because if God is giving giving us this word to open the month of grace and to open this month for us, then we are so sure that. We are in for a pleasant surprise, and we are in for loads of victories in this month of May. Yeah, first of all, we want to thank God for the past four months. Yeah, we've had testimonies. We thank God for life, and uh, we thank God for His mercies. I particularly, I thank God that at least, you know, I'm alive and I'm not just alive, I'm alive with my friends, I'm alive with my families, I'm alive with my loved ones. And even for you that you're listening to me, maybe I don't know you, but at least you know me. I'm I'm, I'm thankful to God that you are alive. You were able to listen to me in the month of April and this month again you are here. I give God the glory on your behalf and I thank God for everyone whether I know you or not, but I believe you love me by stopping here to listen to what I have to say. I thank God for you and I thank God for life. And and my heart really goes out also to India as a country and I pray for them during this period that the Lord would have mercy on that country and the people in India. We are praying for you and we pray that God's hands of comfort will rest on those that have lost their loved ones, and particularly the churches in India, we pray for you, that the peace of God that passes all understanding will be with you all. We pray that God will restore health and will destroy the stronghold of darkness and the spirit of death that is over in the land, and we pray for divine healing in the mighty name of Jesus. Um... I don't know how the month of April has, has been, whether you got what you wanted, whether you there's still something you're still trusting God for and you have not received it, but whatever that may be, I think the best thing that could happen to us is that we are still here. And as long as we are still alive, it's an evidence that God is not true with us and it's an evidence that the devil has not had us. He does not have the final victory over us. So that being said, God has is giving us another, he's giving us another word of comfort and another word of assurance from for this month and for this, starting from this week. And like we always do every week, I will always share with you the promises of God and the word of God and we would always pray together so briefly this well, this is just a short one to just encourage anyone listening to me out there today and that's um, Psalm 37 verses 32 and 33 that is that is the word that I want to share with you this is what God has given me this morning and I believe that as many as will trust god god has given it to me to share with you psalm 37 verse 32 and 33 it says that the enemy is lying in wait secretly somewhere with the intention of destroying the righteous of killing the godly people but the word of god says that god will not leave the righteous in the hands of the enemy. That's what God is telling you today. Are you a righteous child of God? You trust in God, you believe in God for your life and for your protection. The enemy is, is there, he's always there, looking for whom to destroy, whom to devour. But God says that he's not going to leave you and I in the hands of the enemy in this week, in this month and for the rest of our days. And God says even when the enemies come out to try us or to condemn us or to judge us, God will not condemn us and he will not allow the enemy to have victory over us. Hallelujah. How do you feel about that? That's a word of comfort. That's a word of assurance that no matter how the past months might have been, Whether good, whether turbulent, whatever you may have gone through. You you might be saying, oh, the first quarter has gone. Oh, April has gone. Or the first one, third part of the year has gone. And we are starting another one. And this battle is still here. My dear, the word of God is powerful and it will prosper. In what God has sent you to do, I'm believing God for you, and I want you to put on your shield of faith and tell the devil that he has lost this battle over you. You know, I remember, um, I think sometime last week, towards the end of the month of April, you know, I, I I could feel in my spirit that the enemy is planning a plot. He's planning something dangerous. And you know, God gave me so much confidence that when I saw that picture, I just laughed. I laughed. That was that was towards the, I think the last week in April. I laughed. I laughed because I know that the enemy is just an a, a toothless bulldog over my case concerning me. The enemy is just a toothless bulldog because God is in charge of my life. I've given my life to God. I've surrendered it to him. He fights my battles, and I, I and I have a history of victories that God has given me. He has never failed, and he won't fail me now. And that's the same thing I'm telling you: God has never failed. His delays are not denial. So you're going to have victory. You're going to have victory. Victory is yours. Your victory has been paid for. So I want you to, you know, go out this week and this month. Claiming your victory. Confirming your victory. Confessing it. Resounding it in your head and in your mind. Oh, by the way, this month of May, we're going to be talking a lot about our minds. We're going to be talking about cleansing our mind, guarding our minds, renewing our minds, and what we need to fix our minds on. Hopefully, I'm trusting God that we'll be able to cover this in the in our podcast for the month of May our minds is very important and we need to treat it with care for everything we do in this life starts from the mind whether good or bad it starts from the mind so this this is, this is a good thing that god is setting you know this foundation for our minds just get it from the very beginning of this month that all battles All the plots, all the ambush, all the traps that the enemy may be setting. Just laugh because God has given you victory. Claim your victory. Speak it. Say it. Confess it. And believe it. Don't be afraid. God is with you. And God is with me. I hope you are encouraged, my friend. Life is a life of battle. But the consolation we have is that we have a man of war that is greater and most powerful. And we have a name, the name of Jesus, that is greater than every other name, that is greater than any other power. And at the mention of that name, you know what happens. And that name is a strong tower. The righteous runs into it and is safe. Your protection is in that name. Stop getting scared. Stop being afraid of the powers of darkness. You are great. Greater is He that is in you than He that is in the world. Unless you don't have Jesus. And so, please, you have so much to gain by giving your life to Christ. If you don't have Jesus, then welcome Him into your heart. And if you have Him already, then congratulations. Don't let the devil scare you. He likes to put on the chariot as if he's in control. But God owns the universe. Jesus is in control. The Holy Spirit is here with us. And may your souls be comforted today. Let me pray with you in just a minute. Let's pray together and commit our week into the hands of God and claim our victory. And please keep tab on my podcast throughout this week throughout those month as we'll be learning about our minds, how to take care of our minds and how to succeed with our minds and the things that we should not entertain in our minds. Thank you, friends. Let's pray together and have a very good week.